Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere With daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi everyone and welcome to Club Live here at Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube tonight, so get your comments in, like and share if you could please. It is not a full house tonight, um, we are missing one member, Scotia, who is out for dinner apparently tonight, um, but we have the other guys on, first of all, Scott Carney, how are you tonight? Not out for dinner, yeah, yeah. no? No, I'm not out for dinner tonight, mate. No, I didn't feel like it. No, I didn't feel like it. Didn't have time, you know, with working and stuff like that, mate, to get home, get myself organised in order to come on and to serve our loyal, faithful listeners, mate, our viewers, um, to get myself ready for the, the podcast. No, uh, it's Friday, mate. It's been a long week because it's that first week back. It has been a long week, man. But no, um, all eyes turn to Sunday now, mate. Yeah, it does. And we have Ryan as well. Ryan, looking forward to Sunday at Hamden as well. I am very much looking forward to Sunday, mate. Uh, I'm just trying to pull myself together. I've been stuck with a man flu for the past two days. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I've caught it off Carney uh, for the last pod. I know he was struggling with it. So I don't know if it comes across the airwaves or not. Uh, I've definitely been struggling the past <coughs> the past couple of days. Um, I think he's a wee bit harsh on Scotia because. I think he's just touting his sell out and his OnlyFans page to try and pay for a Edmonton house, but um, we'll come on to that, I'm sure. Well, we'll come on to that, right? No, I think Scotia's Scotia actually got an Edmonton house package, but he paid the, the council version of it, obviously, which was the 150 quid one. So I think Scotia's one's redundant, pretty much. But as you've mentioned it, Ryan, and it's, it's broke on Twitter, I've seen pretty much about 10 minutes ago. We might as well discuss it. Um, I'll come to you, Ryan. Edmondson House, 50 grand. I know you've just sold your house. I take it you're putting all the money into Edmondson House for this package? Well, I didn't want to. I thought I'd leave it to the pod to let you know I have bought myself one and I bought you guys one each as well. Thanks, uh, mate. So Thank you. 
Thank you. So gold much. member. Gold member. I don't like. I don't like. You know, I'm not one of these cash about. But yes, you've both got one in the post. To use. I don't know. It's um. It doesn't sit well with me. I don't like the. I get the idea that you're they're trying to raise money. Um, and I try to bring as much money. Rangers are a business at the end of the day. The gold member thing sticks in my teeth. I don't like that at all, Wally. I think that um, if you, I think, I'm sure it was Stuart Robertson that said it at the AGM when he was challenged about my jails. He said, Look, we've tried to create a scheme that rewards loyalty, but you can just go into the gold tier if you pay 50 grand. I don't know if that's rewarding loyalty. I don't like it at all. Um, as I said, trying to be devil's advocate and say that looking at it from a business point of view, it will make Rangers a lot of money and businesses will invest in this. But for the, the working fan like ourselves, that stinks for me. I just don't like the I don't like the way you can just buy yourself into that top tier rally. I don't like it at all. Yeah, Carney, it's um I mean my years is Christ, we could have a, a full on podcast and it's only my years and invite people on about it. It's yeah, there's been there's been conflicts with my jazz. I, I don't think my jazz should be putting something like this in terms of you just put you in a gold member. I, I mean, I, I look at it and you'll see what's on the package. To me, it is, like Ryan mentioned, that it's aimed at, I would say, businesses who maybe would buy a box at iBrooks or something. They can buy this. It's a lifetime package they get. There's, I think there's, there's VIP tickets. They get um, director's box tickets once a year or something. So I could see a business buying it or a very wealthy individual. I mean, we are Joe Bloggs, Rangers fans, the three of us, but there is wealthy Rangers fans out there that will, will, will buy that probably. But what is your thoughts on it? I take it the pod's not made 50 grand and we can buy that now. <laughs> no, no, mate, it's not made 50 grand. Um I thought you were going to say when you were saying it's aimed at wealthy individuals, and then you went on to say we are, and I was about to say um, talk for you, speak for yourself, Alistair. Oh, we, all know you're, we all know you're absolutely minty, darling. But like, sitting in a two-bedroom um, flat here, I don't know. I know it's um, <laughs> it's it's I just I don't like it. I've been about it. It's just it's forgive me for honestly. I don't mean this in any disrespect. I don't, but it's very golf clubby. Is what it feels like to me. You got it's club not tie really, as well, Carney. Got I, club tie. Do you know what I mean? But it's very. Oh, I don't know. It's just all a bit. It's not really. It's not what I, I believe the club. Yeah, it? it's not really what the club's about. Really, for me, looking. Yeah. It's yes, the club's a business. Yes, I get all that, but no. I, I, even I was sitting reading. I'm looking at what you can get and all that, and I'm going. And by the way, it's not as if I'm sitting considering it. It's considering it. It's significantly more than I make in a year. And I'm like, eh, <laughs> what is this? Like, what is what is the need for this? What is the the? And it is, it is I get it's aimed at corporate clients. It really is. I get that. But I mean, there's something about it for me that's just it just stinks. It really does just stink. It's not looking after. The people that have stuck by thick and thin, um, we get. Let's be honest, for we've been lucky enough to have our season tickets for years. We've been there while we were down. We were we're there now that we've got back up to the um, the top tier of Scotland, and we get very little in way of reward. Uh, and then something like this comes in, and you're like, you're not only outpriced me for like the next, you've outpriced me for like ten years before I could even think. I mean, more than 10, 20, 30 years before it would take me to get anything anywhere near that amount of money to be able to 
to to put into Emerson House. No, um, I I don't like it. I really don't like it at all. I think it looks horrific for the club. I don't like the look that it's they're trying to portray in it at all. Um, yeah. Uh, we do consider ourselves pretty much Joe Bloggs fans. It's kind of what this podcast is built on. In fact, that it's just four mates talking about Rangers and this stuff to me. Now you can, I've got zero, zero interest in it. Yeah, it's and it's it's a lifetime membership. I've not actually looked into it. I don't know if Rangers having the small print in terms of what is a lifetime membership because in theory you could buy your you could buy your son Carney if you had fifty grand this membership. <laughs> Yes. And he would have it for potentially 80 years of his, his life. life. And you, if you broke yeah, that life. down into two directors' invitation, that's, that's hospitality probably, it would actually work out a decent price if you broke it down that way. But knowing Rangers, there will be terms and conditions in it and a lifetime membership. Um, I'd be intrigued to see if it is a lifetime or if it is actually over a certain period of years. But um, I would imagine, I'm going to guess that it would be about, what, 25 year, something like that, 30 year maybe, something yeah. along the lines of that, I would imagine. I need look, yeah, I need to look into it more because, like you say, it dropped just as we come on, so we thought we'd just have a week and a laugh about it. Um, the only other one that was actually open, open this week was the Blue Sky Lounge as well. Yeah, That is now officially open. You can go there when there's non-game days uh, for the rest, and it looks really cool to be honest, the, the, the TVs, the, the set-up inside, Ryan, I, I, You've probably had a wee look at it as well. It, it looks it looks decent. Um, hopefully, we'll get a wee um, trip there in the, the near future, hopefully. Yeah, I think that's a wee bit just another price range, mate, compared to the Edmondson House lifetime package. Um, <laughs> sorry to let you down if you did fall for that. No, I've not got you a, a 50 grand package each. <laughs> if, I could, if I could, boys. Mate, you, said, you said that live on air, mate. I'm, I'm taking you to court, mate. <laughs> there's, there's, there's witnesses there. I know I've let you down. It's not the first time I've let people down, so... Um, listen, I think that's it's a bit more realistic for, for normal fans to if you've got a special day or a special occasion is to go to the Blue Sky Lounge. I think it's priced at circa £275 or something for a game. Yeah, something, like, yeah. something like that, which I think is fair for what you're going to get for hospitality. Um, aye, I, I'd, I'd hope to be there at, at some point in the Blue Sky Lounge. It does look a good setup. Um, but just touching on, I see a few people don't know what the the lifetime, the Patreon's package for Edmiston House is. So I've just got a few notes here. So you get, so it's 50 grand plus fat guys. So strap yourselves in. And it's a lifetime benefits package. Uh, you get your company name displayed in a plaque in the club museum. Your company name displayed in the match day programme. Invitations to open events. Four hospitality invitations. Two tickets for official club events at Edmiston House. Um, concerts, etc. You'll get first dibs on tickets there, two director's box tickets. Uh, you'll get an official club tie, so that's what you're paying your 50 grand for, let's be honest. Um, and the last thing which I was digging about, this is just for people who have joined. I can see a people, few people just joined just now. You get a lifetime My Gears Gold membership, which for me is the kick in the nuts for for all fans who go to the games and it just it's jumped the ladder stuff for, for money, mate. But um sorry to bring that to a negative again. I just noticed a few people were asking what the what the fifty grand package was. Cause I'm not sure if have the club officially released this information yet or is this leaked? Uh, I, I leaked. don't know. Looks leaked to it me. Leaked. I, they, I think they would make a wee I don't know if they'd make a song and dance about it actually. Right. But so I'll, I'll hold the sharks, I'll hold the sharks for now, but they're, they're stand standing by boys. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, Carney, the, the Blue Sky Lounge launched this week, and uh, Fat Paul I've just put in the comments made a good, a good, a good point there. I, I was exact same. I went on and had a look because they went click to see what the for the food menu for it, and I clicked on it. It's last season's food menu. I mean, it, it sums up some of the things we do. It's a bit amateurish at the time. You'd think somebody would check that before they sent that out to click a menu. It's, it's a Christmas menu, and the so it was the autumn 2022 menu. There's not a menu for this year. It's a bit schoolboyish, isn't it? Mate, well, this is just what we do. This is we, we are masters. We are masters at this. Um, we can't keep a strip secret. We can't keep um, a training top secret. Uh, it's just is it the the most um, the most Rangers thing to do in terms of the Skylines overall. Though it looks great, it really does. I mean, what an what an improvement. We've all been up there and had lunch in the old Argyle house as it was, and. Yeah, it was good, but it was dated. It was very much dated, very much mid nineties stuff. You know what I mean by that kind of. Um, it, it really needed done, uh, and it looks, it does look fantastic. It really does, and yeah, hopefully we get to experience it um, one day. But yeah, no, in terms, of, <laughs> we can't launch anything, right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, we can't. Even this thing as well with this fifty k thing coming out, if this has been leaked, and it might not be turn out to be completely true, but I, I can't see it being far off that. Um, obviously, there was no real whiff of this, the, the, the whole 50k thing for a, a goal for a lifetime membership. Members now, so there was no real no, no real kind of, even like guesswork people weren't really coming out with it. But uh, yeah, Blue Sky Lounge, yes, more up my street, 50 grand for Edmondson House, very much so in the bin. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's uh, uh, it makes you chuckle sometimes. Things uh, just to be honest. But I will move on. This wasn't actually an agenda, but I thought we'd throw it in at the beginning because it kind of sort of broke a wee bit on Twitter before it gone. But we'll start on transfer news, Carney. Now, before the press of today, I had in brackets lack of it in brackets in terms of I thought somebody may come in this week. The press was 20 minutes long today. I'll be honest, I listened to it on the way home from work there. So I'll drop bits in as, as we go through the kind of what we're talking about tonight. So, yeah, I had lack of it in brackets, but he did mention in the press of Carney potentially two, three, four signings in, the, in this window. He did say for next week it looks like two. Cantwell again, he's talking about this guy. I think that's pretty much a done deal for next week, Carney. He, he wouldn't be talking about that boy, but it um, it seems encouraging because we were all sitting here thinking somebody might come in this week, and after we've heard Fabio, it sounds encouraging for, for next week in terms of there will be players coming in. Yeah, there will be. Um, Jamie Lowe's just did some breaking news, I think, and said that the menu is actually on the website. Well, it wasn't when they launched it. Yeah, well, it, it looks like it looks like it is now. Jamie Lowe, admin, admin at Club at Twenty Two. You cannot, you cannot do it. That's live from the admin. That is so. It's now on the website. Um, no additions to the squad, mate. Um, I liked when he was like, "My part is done." I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Dude, it's, yeah, that, that means he's talked to yeah. people. Yeah, that means he has sat players. down and had conversations this week with players. So yeah, the uh, Cantwell one looks. Like the most likely to happen. Um, Sky Sports reported it as well earlier on today that um, it looks like there's been 
positive talks and Cantwell seems keen to come here. Norwich have also said that they're not, he's not part of their plans going forward. So uh, that one looks pretty much done deal. I think the most interesting bit was there could be three or four. I was like, whoa, right, okay, right, things are, things might be getting serious here. And if he sat down and had conversations with, and the way that he's choosing to do it, or the way that he's letting us believe the way that he's doing it by having the conversation with these people and eye to eye, not over Zoom or whatever, and it's proper conversations, then hopefully we are bringing four guys here that are ready to go. He also made reference um, as well, I'm probably going through quite a lot here, Ali, is that he... Um, He's looking to improve the squad, yes. He's looking for players that he can work with and develop, yes. But he's looking to reduce the age of the squad, um, which is music to my ears. I think we've we've had an ageing squad now for the past two, three seasons. Um, so it's good to see that we'll be bringing in players that... Yeah, like Cantwell's a good example um, of a kind of player that we can get and if we can get a tune out of, etc. I know that's an old chestnut, that, that saying. The same old chestnut with that saying, um, but he's got experience uh, at playing at a high level of football. He's just looking for the next step in his career or to rebuild his career uh, and a player of his quality because there's no doubt the boy's talent. He's got talent. Um, if we can be able to get him, get a bit of a tune out of him, then I think it's a very good bit of business. Um, all depending on the details of the deal, if we even get that. But no, I'm I'm very excited, mate, to see what the next week holds. I think. Realistically, I think Beals decided that before Aber- the Aberdeen game probably wasn't a good idea, uh, and he's kind of held fire and he went. I'll get, all, yeah, I'll get all my chatting done this week. It's then over to over the weekend for Ross Wilson, the agents, etc., to get together and sort everything else out. So potentially two by next week, uh, potentially four by the end of the window. I all for it, mate. Yeah, he did mention that this week in terms of he's got a kind of settled squad and team at the moment and I didn't think I don't think he wanted to disrupt it like I mean it wouldn't disrupt it bringing a guy in but he was quite content with what he's got for this weekend um, Ryan obviously you went on Tuesday night we discussed a couple of rumours that were kicking about the time Cantwell which we've just talked about there looks like a, a goer and obviously these potentially up to four players in this window uh, is this music to your ears and what's your thoughts on the boy Cantwell I know you've Obviously, done your homework on him. How I liked Cantwell when he did play when he played in Premier League. I thought he was a really good player. Since then, probably not seen as much as you would like me to say. I've seen uh, Ali, um, type of player I want to see at Ibrox. If I'm being honest with you, somebody that's going to take people on, excite the fans, and be direct. I think that's what Bill wants. Um, Bill's Bill's making the same noises that. Most managers make and they say, I want players in who are going to be first team. However, I believe Bill, if that's if that makes sense. I think I think he would be happy to not sign, not happy, but I think if he couldn't sign him in this window, then he'd be content because he knows it wouldn't be the right faces coming in to, to change his team. I think you can see that he's trying to give everybody a chance before he maybe brings the axe down on MD's, MD's Rangers career. But can't well for me excites me. It excites me that he said that he's spoken to a number of players. It excites me that today he said his work is done in terms of transfers with conversations with people who might sign next week. So that for me says it's sitting with Ross Wilson and his team to get that to get a couple of transfers over the line next week. And talking to a guy like Michael Beale and knowing that Rangers are interested in you, 
I can't see why you wouldn't be interested in that. I've got to be honest. And easy to say that as a Rangers fan, but Beal just he absorbs my my interest. He really does. Every time he speaks in press conferences, or I, I kind of say to to people that he must be great in interviews because he's got an answer for everything and very quick and very thorough and precise in his answers. And if he's spoken to players, then I'd imagine he's convinced them to sign. So looks like a couple coming in next week. Um, but Todd Cantwell is the only name that I've seen that excites me. But I don't think anyone knows. As per, if it was a new strip, we would have seen it. But when it comes to signings, we don't know anything. Um, but Todd Cantwell definitely excites me. Uh, just before I move on, I did see a guy putting a comment, Big Dodge, putting the comments that he's seen me in Morrison's just before I come over here. So how are you doing, mate? Sorry I never got to speak to you, but aye, I was getting getting something from the pharmacy. As you can hear, I'm about bunged up. So aye, next time come up and speak to me, mate. Nice to see you. No, it definitely wasn't Ryan. Ryan shops in Marks and Spencers. He wouldn't shop in Morrison. So I think no. I, I would say I would say Ryan's actually weight rose, mate. The nearest weight rose, mate. Weight rose. Yeah, I, would say I was in there. I'll be honest. I was in for my dad. I don't go into Morrison's. <laughs> I had I had carrier I'd carry bags around my shoes in case I dotted my trainers. <laughs> talking yeah, talking about people in the comments, we've got um, that guy Scott Gemlitz out for dinner tonight. In the comments, he's obviously left his dinner to. Uh, it must there. must be must be a terrible dinner. They must just be at McDonald's <laughs> sitting in the corner, mate. Yeah, we'll come on to that, Scotia. That is later on. We'll come on. We'll ask Ryan about that later on. But um, no, I mean, Beal's brilliant for us. It's see when Geo done pressers, he got absolutely nothing out of it. And Beal's pressers are twenty minutes long, and he gives you well the information he gives you is outstanding about players, players that are out injured. I mean, they obviously can't tell us transfers. Exactly everything about it, but he's he gives us as much information as possible. So, yeah, he's I, I like the way Beal talks, and I agree. I could see Michael Beal sitting in front of a player like that, Cantwell, whose career has went kind of downwards, and telling him, "Look, come up here. You'll see what this is about." European finalist last season. He did mention a fact last um, about last season, Carney, that Europa League final. We had eight free transfers in that Europa League final. Mm-hmm. Did you know that fact? I didn't know that fact. No, coming to me facts. Honestly, man, I'm terrible with stuff like that. You know, I find you set me up there, mate. I'm terrible with stuff like that. No, when he said that, I was like, God, so of course. Yeah. It's, it's weird when you think about it in, in terms of that and how we managed to get to where we did. And that's, that's again, okay. you go back to the age old question of criticizing the way we've spent money, etc. But it's all it's all relevant, I suppose, um, to a certain extent, because then we go spend three million on Matondo and. Look where we are. So, um, no, but no, I didn't know that stat. That's, a, that's an interesting one. That, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was quite a good stat, right? And he was also pressed on. They did say all oh, the Hearts and Celtic are, are bringing players in for Asia, etc. Why are Rangers? Potato man, n- name them. <laughs> no, <laughs> not a chance. That's another podcast, Potato Man. Um, no, chance. he did. He, he was going on about Ryan about how Rangers are mainly in the British market. I know we do have some Europeans, etc., and other parts of the world, but mainly the British market. Obviously, Beale knows the British market well. That's why we go for it. But Beale did say it doesn't matter where they, who, where they come from, as long as they're good enough to play for a Glasgow Rangers, they're good enough for him. Oh God! And I couldn't when he said that. I couldn't agree with him more. It's I do not care where players come from. They can come from Lapland if they want. If they're putting putting the ball in the back of the net with, and then scoring goals, then. I'm, I'm happy. I, I think, just touching on what you said about Bill talking to players, 
the big I think the big negotiation tool with Rangers now is is where we've been in the past couple of years with, with selling players on to Premier League clubs such as Nathan Patterson or Joe Aribo or even if we say Calvin Bassey put him in that bracket he's moved on to Ajax who are a huge club in the Champions League as well and I think that's a negotiation tool for people like Todd Cantwell who let's be honest it is probably a bit of a gamble coming up here because if he comes up here and flops like we've seen so many English boys do then his career is is probably unsavable to be honest with you I don't see him where he can go after Latin England but at the same time, the negotiation tool is you do well up here for a couple of years. It's a backdoor into the Premier League, and then it's and it's getting proven. It's that lot over there have done it for years, but we are starting to see it now. Our players who are performing at a good level because we've been doing well in Europe as well. Champions League aside, people are watching Rangers and they're seeing performances from our players. And if you are performing at that level. If you want to go to Premier League, then the door is there. So I think Michael Beale will be using that as a, a kind of go negotiation tool to bring players up from down south, and I'm all for it. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I was I was going to go on to um, the B team players in terms of rumours and who's been brought back. But just before I go on to that, in the presser, uh, Carney, we discussed it on Tuesday night, the goalkeeper situation, and we kind of said we couldn't really see McCrory getting a game unless Rangers, the season was completely over and they were kind of dead rubbers and he would play him. He was asked it today and he said McCrory's been carrying an injury for the last couple of weeks. He's got another couple of weeks out, but he will get his opportunity to prove he can be Rangers number one. Were you surprised with that? Possibly because of the way we spoke about things, but again, we didn't really get much information regarding his injury either, I suppose, yeah. since Bill's been in. So I think it's an ankle ligament injury or something he said. Yeah. Um, so he's got another couple of weeks out, but then he will get his opportunity. Look, this is... I, I have got no doubt in my mind that Michael Bill has had the conversation with um, McCrory about what he thinks the future of him is within Rangers. And... To lay the gauntlet down to him publicly, eh, not the gauntlet as such, but there's this you're going to get your chance, and this will be your opportunity to prove that you're going to be number one. That I, to me, I think that's it's so refreshing. This honestly, it's like yeah, I've had the conversation with him. We all know he has. He's not just saying that out in public. He's going to have told McCrory, look, when you come back, you get yourself fit again. You're going to get the chance to see if you can be our future number one. If you can go into next season as our number one, what a what a I mean, McCrory must be walking about about 10 foot tall. He must feel great. And this probably all leads back to, maybe this just came from when, because I think it was Gio was manager when they signed his extension, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this just came from Gio. Maybe this is something that's been in place since then. Maybe it's once we get towards the end of the season or whatever, you're going to get your chance to prove that you can be Rangers number one. Um, I think he thoroughly deserves it for the service that he's already gave the club for sticking around Um the way that he, the way that he has, he could have easily have kind of threw his toys at the pram and said that he wanted away. Um, but I think he, the club, have believed for a long time, um, and a number of fans have believed for a long time that he could be a future number one. So no, I I was delighted when he said it. Generally, I thought that's that's great, and um, we are we are constantly saying that we need to invest in our own. We need to invest in the players that have come through academy, come through training. Um, Put their effort and put their time in. So I am, I am all for McCrory getting his chance, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. And I hope, I hope more than anything that he proves that he can be number one. 
yeah, Ryan, I'd, I was surprised when he, when he, well, he was asked the question, but I was surprised with his answer. I didn't think he would poo-poo McCrory, but to say that he's going to have a chance to prove he could be Rangers number one, what's your thoughts on that? And also, does that now pretty much put McGregor down the pecking order now in terms of going forward? Do you think he'll alternate between McCrory and McLaughlin going forward? Because for McCrory to prove he's going to be Rangers number one, he can't play just two or three games for me. He needs a run of games. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's definitely going to. I think he's definitely going to play. But it sounds over in his press conference today, which is good because we were speaking about McCrory last week and saying, basically saying, why do we keep offering this boy new contracts? Why are we kind of dangling the carrot in front of him when it looks as if he has no future here? Bill obviously has different ideas. McGregor is, is in his last season with Rangers. Whether you think he should have extended or not, doesn't matter. It does look as if he's at the end of his career with Rangers. And it makes sense for him to start start playing him, even in even in the league this season, not just cup games and and seeing what he's got. But I totally agree with Carney. He must be he must be building the confidence up in that boy because that's to, to hear that said from, from the manager where he's probably th- thought he was like out in the dark and about to go out alone again. Must be such a confidence boost for McCrory. And um, I'm all for it. I mean, he played against Celtic last season. I did see him for Livingston when he was... Was it Livingston? Yeah, it was. Livingston he was with yeah. in a loan spell a couple of years ago and didn't cover his own glory in the one game I saw, but it was one game. But he more than made up for that against Celtic that day last season. So Rangers have obviously held on to McCrory for a reason and I'm glad that that, that Bill's shown him this, this door into the first team because for a long time, as we said, it looked as if there wasn't a, a kind of pathway for him. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's now competition between him and McLaughlin for for number one, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I honestly see it going forward between McLaughlin and McCrory as well. I, I think he's going to give the two of them a chance. He's, he, he mentioned McLaughlin in terms of he was kind of written off after that old firm disaster. Um, yeah. And he's given him another chance, McLaughlin, and he's done well so far. He'll be, he'll be in the goals for, for Sunday and he'll be there for... I think probably that Kilmarnock game and the, the Cup game at St. Johnson. So it's up to McLaughlin at the moment if he wants to keep the gloves. Um, so it's down to him. But anyway, before we get on to talk about the B team, which Scotia in the comments wants me to ask Ryan, it is my favourite part, which we have not done in ages. <laughs> it is a Manscaped promo. No mistakes now. Yeah. So <laughs> Happy New Year from our friends over at Manscaped. The ball has officially dropped, but that doesn't mean you have to drop the ball in your balls in 2023. Whether you had a New Year's kiss or not, the leader in below the waist grooming, have you covered for much of your needed resolution or bringing sexy back? Join the 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use code CLUB22 for 20% off and free shipping. Let us toast for a new year, new you. If you really want to make 2023, the year to remember, make sure to try out Manscaped's wet goods as well. This includes our ultra-premium body wash, two-in-one shampoo and body deodorant. These products are absolute perfect follow-up after your New Year, New You grooming sessions. Cheers to new balls in 2023. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. Time to feel sexy and free this 2023 with the Manscaped. <laughs> What will your balls do, lads? 
They will thank you. That was brilliant reading that again. Well, I, I took one for the team, if you remember, last week. I did, yeah. I, to be honest, I thought you should have read the first one. The I first will, one yeah. back, it was convenient that you were all busy last week that I had to take it up, but no. I was out for dinner I last week, Carney. No, sorry, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was out for dinner last week. That's a great excuse. I'm going to use that all the time. Um, no, uh, Manscaped stuff is generally brilliant. I'm not, we're not just saying it because they do sponsor the channel. They are they are fantastic. The Manscaped products are great. So, again, thank you to Manscaped for continuing to support us. Yes, thank you. Jim gave me a 7 out of 10. I'll take a 7 out of 10. That's decent. Um, I love the yes. first time you've been given a 7 out of 10, Ali, is it? <laughs> Never above a 5, Ryan. <laughs> right, moving on. So, the B team. Ryan, this is the question that Scotia in the comments has been wanting me to ask you. Alex Lowry, one of your favourite players from the B team, he was linked this week to Ross County, which I thought was a bit of a weird one, because Ross County are sitting bottom of the league, look like they're going to go down. Scored a hat-trick in the B team during the week, Lowry. They were down to 10 men. He's too good for that B team. But Beal's come out today and saying nobody from the first team is leaving in this window, and that includes Alex Lowry. What's your thoughts, and what do we do with this boy? He did say he was kind of carrying an injury from that Motherwell game, so that's why we've not really seen him. Yeah, I think I said in the chat, was it during the week or last week? I can't remember, but for me, Charlie McCann and Lowry are both players who... I don't want to say they're wasting their time, but they're at a stage in their career where it looks at where they've outgrown the B team reserves, under-21s, whatever you want to call it. I know it's a B team now. They've outgrown that that level of football and they're now ready to play first-team football. Whether that's at Rangers or elsewhere, I think the decision now needs to be made. I would kind of guess that's where the stalling point was with Lowry's contract when that kind of went on for a wee while, that he was probably negotiating with Rangers is there a pathway to this first team for me? Am I going to get played because I want to play first team football? It's not happened so far. I went to see him, was that beginning of the season? At Dumbarton, and he was fantastic. Charlie McCann controlled the full game. They walked over Dumbarton that night, they were brilliant. Lowry got injured that night, and then and, was, and then he had, a, I think he was out for a couple of months. But they've had a couple of appearances in the first team, which I think is a very hard very hard circumstances, especially when Gio was here when we were all kind of, let's be honest, dreading going to Ibrooks. The players didn't look up for it. Um, I think everybody was struggling at the time. It wasn't easy for Charlie McCann and, and Lowry to, to make an impact in the game. Um, but it's, a, it's such a difficult one. I hope they don't let Charlie McCann and, and Lowry go because Ross County for me wouldn't have made, that, wouldn't have made sense. Like, do you send him out to Ross County for the rest of the season? He plays well. And then what do you do in the summer? Does he come back and play for Rangers? I don't see it. I feel as if he needs to make an impact at Rangers now to be part of our team or we let this boy go, which I don't want to do because I always feel as if youth comes through and we don't nourish it properly when it gets to this stage. There's something that they seem to fall away when they're ready to come into the first team. But as, as supporters as well, I see a lot of people slating McCann and slating Lowry, saying, oh, they, they, they're not as good as you think. you got to give them time. You've got to let them make their own mistakes and let them have bad games. We'll let Sakala have, I don't know how many bad games he can play rubbish for, for 89 minutes and have one minute of an absolute wonderful football. So I don't want to see either of them go out alone, but it's a, it's a predicament for Beal at the moment because 
they have outgrown that that lowland league and they need to be playing first team football when it needs to be at Rangers or elsewhere. I'm afraid that's that's my opinion. And thank you to who was it, Robert Robertson? Robert and, Robertson. Robert Robertson and also Les Led Zipaldo. Oh, Les Zipaldo. Les thank Zipaldo. you very much, guys. That is so much appreciated, and that is us fifteen pounds closer to fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm joking, true. of course. I'm joking. <coughs> <coughs> oh. uh, no, Carney, um, talking about, uh, Rives talking about Lowry there, we are talking about bring, potentially bringing up to, to four players in this window. A few of them are going to be midfielders. Uh, John Lammy, thanks very much as well. Much appreciated. Yeah, we, we're looking at potentially bringing up to four players. Like I say, a, a few of them will be midfielders. We have a lot of midfielders at the moment until we get to the summer, so we can clear the decks a wee bit. What do we do with Lowry in this transfer? He said he's not going. But is it is it worth them staying in the B team and getting the odd 10, 15-minute cameo for us? Or is it better loaning him to somebody and he gets a good five months under his belt playing, playing first-team football and then come back in the summer? It's a catch-22, really. It is catch twenty two, mate. That's exactly it. Um, I didn't like the link with Ross County. Um, kind of along the same lines as what Ryan was saying. I don't think that's really the standard they should be playing at. Uh, I know we always say this, and it's like if we when we think we've got a player of like decent quality, they should go to a Hearts, for example, and perform yeah. it as nearest to the high of the Scottish League as they're going to do. And that's no disrespect to Ross County, but I believe Alex Lowry is well without their well out their league. They 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 they'll never they'll never have a, a player like Lowry. <clears throat> Where does he go though? That's the thing. Um, I think. Right now, I'm glad that Bill came out and said that he, he doesn't think he's going to go anywhere, but I, the cards on the table, I think if Lawrence was fit, I think he would be going on loan. I think he would be going out somewhere on loan for the rest of the season, at least to give him first-team football. We can't keep sending him to the B team. He is, you're saying, miles and miles, but he is. He's, he's so much better than that. He is. He, he's... He's far too good for it. The series finished, I think it was for his second goal the other night. I put it in the group chat. It just stabs the ball home. I mean, the boy's got a footballing brain. You can see that he's got it there. And the gallusness that Scotia always mentions with him, that he's, he's got that within him. So I believe he's got a future at Rangers. I do. Uh, right now, I think Bill's probably stuck in the catch 22 where he's going, what do I do with this boy? Because, look, and we always say it, he needs... He needs a bit of weight behind him. He needs to he needs to bulk up to a certain extent, but you don't want to take his agility away at the same time. But he needs to get put through a programme where it builds him up muscle-wise just to make him a wee bit bigger in stature. Um, I'm not talking like Arnie Schwarzenegger stuff. I'm just talking putting on a bit more. Like the same way we kind of done with Zikowski. Remember when Zikowski came, he was kind of quite a small lad, yeah. but then saying... He got absolutely huge and got raging and then left. So um, maybe that's maybe that's not the done thing to do. But would he go to a team in the championship, mid championship, lower championship? Maybe is he going to make an impact there? Is it going to be worth it? Maybe League One uh, in England. Um, maybe the top end of League One in England. It's hard to tell. Um, it is hard to tell because he is still a young lad and he's going to make mistakes. 
we we have to be patient with them uh, in terms of a fan base. We all believe, I think every single one of us on this pod believe that the boy's got talent um, and he's got a future at Rangers. The club have to really be careful how they manage this. I'm, as you can see, mate, I'm sitting on the fence here because I honestly don't know the right answer for it. I don't know whether he should go out and loan or he should stay here. He is competing with Tillman, and I say if Lawrence was fit, he's competing with Lawrence. He's competing with who else? Scott Arfield, potentially. Um, Hadji. Hadji to be that kind of, even if he was to be the first sub on the bench, he's still got to beat Arfield to that. And it's a difficult one. That is a difficult one. I would like to see him stick around for the rest of the season and get take his opportunity when he gets it. In terms of the first team, uh, the B team for me, as I say, I don't see the much benefit in it for him. Um, but yeah, it's really it's really how the club manage it now. Uh, obviously, he was carrying a wee bit of a knock, so you can see why Bill sent him to the B team to get game time. But if it was me, I, I, we've, we've spoke about it. I want to see these players play now because I believe the season is out with our reach. So we have to look to the future. And there's no brighter star for our future than Alex Lowry right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting going forward because Beal's basically said today that he's not going anywhere. So it'll be interesting what we do with this boy because he needs game time. He is too good for the B team. He's gone for fun in that, that, that B team all the time. Um so yeah, time will tell with Lowry. The only other two, Ryan, that I, I seen were recalled again from the B team. Tony Weston was recalled from Partick Thistle. Thirteen appearances, most of them off the bench. Hardly played for Partick Thistle. Disappointing that he's, he's. I know Thistle are doing well in that championship, but he's gone there, not really got game time, so we've had to pull him back. And the only other one was um, Juan Alegria, a Colombian striker. He was at Falkirk, but he actually did well. 16 appearances and nine goals. What do you think their next move is with... Well, Tony Weston hasn't had a great one, but Juan Allegri looks like he's done well under Falkirk and I think they're week one. So do you think you'll put Juan Allegri to a, a higher higher team, maybe a championship team? And Tony Weston, what's your, what's your thoughts? Well, with Weston, it's just not worked out for him. Um, it has a spell. I think... Um, I think that happens sometimes. We're, we're so harsh as football fans that if somebody doesn't set the head alight straight away with a team or it doesn't work, then we just write them off. It's a young boy, might go out and loan again to someone else and it'll work for him. And hopefully that's the case. Well, Allegri is an interesting one because was was that a recall or what did that to determinate the loan deal early, do you know? Or I'm not I sure. I'd, I'd, need, I, I'd need to look into it, but they've, they've brought him back from what it looks like. He's 20 yeah. years of age, Allegria now, and yeah. nine goals in the that's, that's a good return. And yeah, he's, he's, a, obviously he's, a, he's a fair start today, a boy, too. <laughs> yeah, he's a big, he's a big lad. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what his next move is, because I don't imagine they've brought him back to just play in the B team. I don't see the kind of, the kind of point in that, to put him down at the Lowland League if he's been doing well at that level, so... I'll be interested to see what happens with that one. Again, is he going to be one of these players who's stuck between in a, in a, a predicament where he goes next and needs to play first-team football or break into the first-team? I don't know, but that's definitely one I'll keep an eye on because he's a name that we've I think we spoke about him last season when we were struggling for a striker or something like that. I remember I'm, I'm coming up and thinking he might get his chance. Then obviously you've got Lovelace as well who's in the B team and doing well, but I think he's a bit off it yet. I think he's only 16 and 
and still to develop. But yeah, I think you can definitely see there's a lot of noise about this B team. It's obviously working for Rangers. It's just that next step, Ali. It's that next, when they're ready, what are we doing with them? Are we bringing them in and letting them, are we breaking them and letting them in and make mistakes and just go on with it and getting a free hit for a season? Or are we, do we just not know what we're doing with them? Do we not want to bring the youth through? It's it's, a, it's been a bugbear of mine for years with Rangers, if I'm honest with you. I don't think I started following Rangers when Walter Smith was the manager and he didn't really give youth a chance. So I've always wanted Rangers to kind of give youth players a chance and I get the fans have got a demand. You want to see signings and you want to see big names or, or players with big values or whatever. I want, to see, I want to see youth players coming through. I'd like to see these boys playing. Sorry, Ali. I'm going to ask a question because I think we've kind of discussed this before as well. Do you not think it... The reason Rangers don't do it is because our desire to have to win everything, and it's we probably us tend, as fans. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's probably us as fans is our desire to win anything, and how impatient of a support we can be because we are so desperate for that success. It's the way we've been brought up; we won everything. It was just the way things went. So, I think that is a, a big Achilles heel for Rangers. Is I think I believe in the youth system. I believe that we can bring through some talent, but I don't believe that they'll necessarily get the time that they need to develop within the first team. Yeah, it's a difficult one because you look at that B team and you can motor through all the the players and you think, oh, he's a player, I could see him doing well. But the realistic part of it is not many of them are actually going to make it into this Rangers first team. And we're talking about Lowry there in terms of, is he going to break through into that team? And he's the best player on that B team by a country mile at the moment. So Mm -hmm. realistically, you're only going to get one, two of these players now and again. It's like um, parts when you broke through. It's it's difficult to get these boys in. And, and you're going into a team like you're saying, Carney, that demands to win every single week that has a support that is, as you said, is very impatient. So we had the chance, which I think it's another podcast, when we were um, in the, the lower leagues to do this yeah. with them, um, and we didn't do it. So... Yeah. Interesting to see what happens, but I th- I'm think, cautious. I of- think when you look at that lot, I hate doing this as well. But um, Scott Graham, thank you so much for that. I know Scott; uh, he's a top. It's lad. teal. It's teal. It's not green. It's, it's teal. It's not green. Scott would it's Scott would be happy that being green, by the way, because I know he's that his, that his jet ski there, Brian. That's his jet ski. But do you know he carries that in his yacht? He's actually got a yacht, Scott. Uh, so it's about a fiver. A fiver is just a starting point for this guy. He's absolutely loaded. Does he get fifty grand? He can do it. Is he get fifty grand? Has he get fifty grand? Am- for it? I would imagine. I would imagine he's got his point mixed up. Now he's actually meant to put fifty grand. I'll have a word <laughs> with him. I'll have a word with him anyway. Uh, good to see you, Scott. Um, just quickly, I just look at that mob sometimes, Ali, and think they can give their youth a chance, and they don't mm. do badly at it. Yep. And I'd just like to see us doing that. Even if you're bringing the boys off the bench regularly when the game's won. I just want to see that a bit more. Yeah, I'm the same. I think if you ask most Rangers fans, they want to see the youth succeed. That's that's what it's there for the B team. I mean, it it saves you a lot of money spending money in players. He talks about McCrory. If McCrory can be the Rangers number one going forward, it saves us a hell of a lot of money going forward too. So yep. it, that that's the whole point of it. The whole point of the B team is there to to progress into the first team and, and to make money as well. So yeah, we'll just need to see what happens, but. Obviously, we have a game this Sunday. Dreaded Hamden. Me and Scotia have got a horrific record at Hamden in the last mm-hmm. six, seven years, I think. Um, I was actually thinking the other day, Karen, I was thinking, me and Scotia, since we got broke up and I sat with you for the League Cup, 
Uh, no, the the game against Celtic, Scottish Cup semi, and we won. I was like, I've not sat with Scotia really and I've seen Rangers win in ages, but I did. I was sitting with Scotia for the league, Scottish, uh, Scottish Cup, Cup final, I forgot. Yeah. But on the League Cup, we've won it 27 times. The last time we won it was in the 2010-11 season. It was 2-1 against Celtic. I think you may remember that goal from Mr. Jelovic, where it hit the post and kind of came back out and went back across the line to win it. And uh, it was extra time, I think it was back then, to, to win to win that game. That was the last time we won it. Obviously, we're, we're playing Aberdeen. The last round, Carney, we were there against Dundee on, a, I think it was a Wednesday night, or Tuesday or a Wednesday night. It was freezing cold. It was a miserable game. Rangers won it 1-0 with a Steve Davis header, I think it was. <laughs> it was a misery of a game. It's um, on to sort of team news. He was saying, Cholak is touch and go for it. But suggest to me, I don't think he'll be there. Kamar Roof, Carney, you'll be happy here. Is ready to go, so mm-hmm. he is ready. Just before I just touch on it, Suter, we will see um, next week. He should be back in the squad next week. Ryan's Turkish delight, three to four weeks away. Tom Lawrence is in isolated rehab at the moment, so um, he's not put a fig- he's not put a figure on that one. And Hadji, we will get to see at the end of the month at Ibrox against St Johnson. So that was all positive, but. Carney, Sunday, Aberdeen. We played Aberdeen not that long ago in that um, that game that finished 3-2, which Rangers do not do. Aberdeen will have a bee in their bonnet. They will want to come out. They will want to show something against us. This is their cup final, Aberdeen, even though their fans haven't shown it because they're not turning up this, this Sunday to see their team and support them. It's mostly Rangers fans in Hamden. What is your thoughts going into Sunday to Hamden, which is, as we all know, it's a horrible place to go. It's a horrible place to go, horrible place to watch football, horrible place to get to, get away from. It's a horrific place, it really is. Um, I remember that I was at the um, the Yelvich game, and I'm pretty sure that's the game. My big cousin will probably listen, listen correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure he was at it as well. And when Yelvich scored, he must have been about 15 rows in front of me. And after Yelovich scored, I ended up next to him. <laughs> Just like, like we all just ended up next to each other because the place went mental. We Vladimir Vice put the ball through for you. Yeah, I was, I was there for that one. Um, we, we were sitting in the north stand corner, so as it was going in, you didn't really know the ball was rolling along the line, but you couldn't really see it properly because obviously, if you're not sitting like towards the back in Hamden, you can't see in. So. Uh, you didn't know if it was in or not, and you just heard the roar coming round, um, which was which was brilliant. But that was a that was a great game. Anyway, this Sunday, um, yeah, I think Aberdeen will have, uh, feel like they've got a wee bit of a, a payback to do. Um, but I'm not. I'm 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 confident that Rangers have got enough and enough in them to to beat Aberdeen. At, uh, at Hamden, the only thing about Hamden uh, that I think is a benefit for Rangers is it's quite a big pitch, um, so mm-hmm. I think that benefits us in the way that we would like to move the ball. Um, it's Aberdeen, it's it's different than going to Petodre if that makes sense. It's a kind of more um, a more suited pitch towards our style of play, um, as I say, but. Yeah, oh, Kamar Roof being back. Um, good news about Suter. Um, Hadji looks like he's by the end of this month as well. Um, Lawrence is starting to really give me the fear um, if we're going to actually see him this season or not. 
<clears throat> but I think Kamar Roof could be pretty critical. I would imagine the way he was talking that Cholak probably won't be available for Sunday, and it'll be Morelos and uh, Roof will probably be on the bench. I would imagine, so I'd imagine that's what we will go with. But no, I'm looking forward to it, mate, as much as as much as you can. As I say, it's a uh, the, the the time since we've won it, mate. It's about time that we win this one. And I only think it will stand us in good stead for the rest of the season. Um, I know a lot of people won't throw in the towel in terms of the league. I think it's a wee bit far-fetched for Rangers to get this league. Um, you never know. I mean, think stranger things have happened in football. I get that. But to these two cups are the two cups that we have to absolutely go for. And I'm pretty sure Michael Beale is well, well aware that we should at least be getting one of them, if not both of the Cups. That's what I would expect for for this season anyway. Um, and goes back to us being a very demanding lot, considering Beal's been in, the, been in the door five minutes and I'm going, you better win the two Cups, mate. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to it, mate. My seat's, are actually, my seat's actually not too bad for this game, so I'll be able to see a bit of the pitch. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I think Aberdeen are obviously going to come and give it a go, but I think Rangers have got enough in the locker to see this off. Yeah, I, I agree. We we should have enough to beat Hampton, and like you say, on the on the big pitch as well. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. I was looking at Ryan. I was looking at Aberdeen. The um, they actually won at the weekend there, two 0 against St Johnston in the last round. Oh, Jim Sloan, thank you very much as always. That's Quite twenty quid closer. That's that, fifty yeah. grand. Thank you so much. Cheers, Jim. Yeah, we're, we're, we're creeping up now. We're creeping up. But um, no, in the last round, Aberdeen beat Partick Thistle four one. They have re-signed Graham Shinney on loan from Wigan. So I've seen he played at the weekend, so he'll be playing for them. So he'll no doubt try and put somebody up there. And there were some interesting comments which I put in the group chat, Ryan, about Aberdeen's captain, Anthony Stewart, who basically came out and said he prefers to play, he would prefer to play against Alfredo Morelos because he thinks Cholak's the better striker. And he didn't rate Morelos that much. Michael Beale in his presser said he didn't know about this. I think Michael Beale is telling porkies. I'm convinced he knows about this. <laughs> Do you tell Alfredo Morelos about this? Because he'll either go and score a hat trick or he'll go and get himself sent off because you don't know what he's going to do. But what's your thoughts on Aberdeen and that comment from the Aberdeen captain? Well, I'm not going to say who I think are the, are the threats for Aberdeen because the last game I said the two boys that were threats and I, I rated them, they both scored that night, so I'm not going to say that this time. Um, I think there was, I said in the chat that I agreed with him. I thought, I think at the moment, Cholak is a better player. However, I'm not playing against Rangers on, on Sunday. I thought it was a really stupid comment for the guy to say. I'm sure there's some Aberdeen fans sitting there being like, I shut up. They don't need, they don't need any fire in their belly for this. And I think, if I was Morelos, I would be like, oh, we'll see about that. And, and I'd imagine that's what Morelos will do. And it's probably what we need. It's probably what Morelos needs. I've not been overly impressed with him. Um, but we all know what kind, of, what kind of performance he can put in. And he's got a really good record against them as well. So time will tell. But it does look as if it's been a very stupid moment for him. Because how many times have we seen this where something comes back and bites somebody in the back the backside with their comments in the press? So, yeah, I expect Alfredo Morelos to start on Sunday and have a bit of fire in his belly for, for the sheep, um, like we all will. And I expect Rangers to do to do very well, but I'll come to that with my score. And thank you very much, Justin, who's 
it's a competition. Or just in that, it? They just love, they love it playing against each other. It's like a playing I mean, tennis at all. I mean, and Eric as well. Thank you, Eric. Eric's just coming and all. Amazing, man. Thank, thank you, everybody. Eric. Thank you so much. So I just reached that 50 grand now, then. <laughs> I can wrap this now if you want. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll, as you're talking about teams there, Ryan, we will move on to teams. So, Ryan, I'll stick with you. I want your team, first goal scorer and result. Um, Paul, is it Paul McGarrigal? I think his name was. I don't want to, I'm not just saying this because he said it, but I had this in my head as well. Um, I'm going with the same team as Sunday, except Cholak will not play, Morelos will, and I'm going 4-0 Rangers. I think it was Paul that said it, 4-0 Rangers, and I'm going Fashion Sakala first goal. I think the wee man's going to be a man of match on Sunday. Waka, waka your heart off, Ali. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Nobody can call us a negative podcast tonight after that one, Ryan. That's very positive. I'm just going for it, mate. I'm going for it. It's, it's the, the night nurse are actually kicking in right now. <laughs> Carney, yours. It's hard to disagree. We're going with the same to that team. Um, I can't really see much alternative in it. Um, nah, you have to go with that team. I think I think he has to go with that team. Um, so McLaughlin, Tav, Goldson, Davies, Barisic, Lundstrom, Jack Tillman, Kent Sakala, and obviously Alfredo Morelos. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll have to go with that team. I think that will be the team that will start. Uh, I'll go 3 0 Rangers and I'll go an Alfredo double and Sakala. I get the third. I like it. I like it. My team's the exact same as you guys. As you guys. I'll be surprised if folk don't go with the same team we've all basically said. Um, with Morelos up front, I th- with Ryan Jack as well. Focus on maybe Kamara comes in, but. Ryan Jack on that second half performance in particular against Dundee United for me has to play Lundstrom, the Waka Waka Sakala has to play obviously Alfie's a, a shoe in unless Kamara all of a sudden started but I can't see that but yeah I'm the same exact same team I'm going to go I think the Sheep might score if you have set piece or something so I'll go 3-1 Rangers there's your negativity. There's your negativity. There's your negativity right there. 3-1 Rangers. Alfredo Morelos to score the first goal and he's going to go right up to that Anthony Stewart and do that to him. So 3-1 Rangers. Um, I don't know what Scotia said in the group chat. He's what's he, he's talking about Umar Sadiq. That's I don't know. He's, he's, half, he's halfway through a shepherd's pie, mate, so I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I would ask Scotia for his team and his... Um, and his score, but no, we'll get that in the group chat. But no, that is us for tonight, lads. I would like to first of all thank everyone in the comments for coming on tonight, joining in. Uh, much appreciated. Everyone that uh, gave us some kind donations as well. That has put us on the road to the 50 grand Edmondson House package that we are all looking for. So much appreciated. Um, so yeah, but last but not least, I would like to thank my guests for tonight who have shown up, Mr. Scott Carney, first of all. Thank you very much, and I will see you on Sunday. Yeah, absolute pleasure, mate. Um, good chat tonight. And yeah, it's Sunday now. Um, I know we ha- we, we say about um, we are confident, and et etc. et cetera, Rangers just win. It's as simple as that, to just win the game. I don't care who scores, I don't care what the team is, just 
just one. It's as simple as that. Just one. But no, I looking forward to Hamden as much as you possibly can, mate. Uh, wish it was the Saturday, but such is life. These things happen. Uh, got to wait an extra an extra day. But no, thank you again, everybody in the chat. Thank you, everybody, for making this such kind donations. Really is appreciated. And uh, yeah. Ryan's pal, Scott, if you can just send over the, the rest of the 49 grand that we need, mate, I would really appreciate that. Yeah, Ryan will phone him after here and get that sorted. We'll get that back <laughs> to the account, so don't worry. And yeah, Ryan, last but not least, Ryan, thank you for coming on, battling through the man flu. You'll be there on Sunday. I think you're on the same stand. Are you in the North Stand as well? With me and yes. Yeah. yeah, me and my yeah, dad will be in North Stand, North Stand loyal boys. Um Aye, I fought through the man flu. There was no uh, going for dinner or that kind of excuse for me tonight, boys. I'm here getting on with it, looking forward to Sunday. Um, uh, a wee side, side note is my son is playing tomorrow morning, first game after the winter break, and it's first versus second. Away to govern more than the Whitlet's fix. Ooh. Good luck, boys. Ooh, go on. Good luck indeed from everyone here at Club at 22 and all the guys in the comments as well. So, yeah. Thanks to my guests. Thanks to our other guests in the comments, Scott Gemmel as well. He will be he will be back. I don't think he no, I don't think he deserves a thanks, mate. Let's be honest. <laughs> <with that. laughs> oh, they all tune in for Scotia. Come on. He's the he's yeah. the main event, Scotia. But Scotia will yeah. be back. But yeah. Yeah, well, thanks to everyone in the comments. If you can like and share, um, we're doing spectacularly well so far. So it'd be good to like and share and get us even further on the subscriptions on um, YouTube as well. We're doing well in that. But um, it is over to Rangers, and we will be back with a match reaction on Sunday with Scotia. So tune in then. Um, we have been Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and thank you very much for tonight. Goodbye. <laughs>